0: You listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. Welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. You are listening to Pain TV slash Gold. All right, folks. Again, we're over here at AtlanticCouncil.org slash CBDC Tracker. And we're under key findings here. So we see 105 countries representing over 95% of global GDP, gross domestic product, are exploring a CBDC. Uh, As compared to May 2020, when only 35 countries were considering a CBDC. And it says here a new high of 50 countries are in an advanced phase of exploration. It says 10 countries have fully launched a digital currency, with China's pilot set to expand in 2023. Jamaica is the latest country to launch a CBDC, the Jam DEX. Nigeria, Africa's largest economy, launched its CBDC in October 2021, says many countries are exploring alternative international payment systems. The trend is likely to accelerate following financial sanctions on Russia. There are nine cross-border wholesale bank-to-bank CBDC tests and three cross-border retail projects. Of the G7 economies, the U.S. and U.K. are the furthest behind on CBDC development. The European Central Bank has signaled it will aim to deliver a digital euro by the middle of the decade. 19 of the G20 countries are exploring a CBDC with 16 already in development or pilot stage. This includes South Korea, Japan, India, and Russia. Each has made significant progress over the past six months. The financial system may face a significant interoperability problem in the near future. Oh, that will be planned, folks. The pro- proliferation of different CBDC models is creating new urgency for international standard settings. So you will have the regulators from the international level come in and set the standards now you know why bank for international settlements world economic forum united nations and the international monetary fund are all on board with this but you have a lot of u.s technology companies like consensus already working hand in hand with those folks so the uh, policies will be set at the international level and then handed down to the regulators in places like the United States. And my guess from what I've seen so far is that the old uh, money infrastructure will be utilized to launch at least the first phase of the CBDCs. But what I'm showing you here is that it's all very real. Now, yes, it might take a year, two years, three years, five years in different places, but it is coming. They're working towards it. There's no one stopping it. There's no one stopping it. Now we can continue to use cash as Wide Awake Jim says, and I agree with use cash when you can buy local, go analog. uh, And that's how we can resist in our personal lives. But at the same time, it's moving forward. And what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, you can see this. If you go back to COVID land, the high school theater production, you could see how they pushed even the resistors like you or I into the system or we'd be left behind. So the way it works, and this comes right out of Technocracy Incorporated. All right. If you remember the story that Howard Scott told, there was a rail car you know, or a trolley. And on the trolley, there was a platform deck around it and people were standing on the platform deck. And the regulators, the bureaucrats, thought that that was dangerous. So they passed a regulation that said, you cannot stand on the platform deck. What happened? People kept doing it. Those were the resistors, right? They said, screw this, it's fun. I'm gonna hang off the trolley car standing on the platform. So what did they do? They sent people to stick up signs that says, it's illegal to stand on the platform deck. Then they sent in the police to try to regulate it, to arrest people that stood on the platform deck. But then people still broke the rules. The regulators and the bureaucrats were not happy. So they asked the scientists, they asked the engineer, they asked the technologist, what do we do? How do we stop people from standing on the platform deck? And the engineer said, ha ha, here's the new trolley car. It has no platform deck. We just re-engineer it. Now people can't stand on the platform deck. So what's going to happen in a system like this is when they eventually want to push you into it, they will just make all the other alternatives go away go away. So if there are dollars in circulation, if you or I happen to have a hundred thousand U.S. dollars buried in our backyard in a jar, if they just make that useless, all they have to do is send the talking heads out on television to say the U.S. dollar, the printed currency, the coin, is now worth nothing, then how many shop owners, how many merchants do you know are still going to accept that U.S. dollar? If they start issuing central bank digital currency in the form of a U.S. CBDC or an international CBDC, who cares, to the people who get social security, who get welfare, who get food stamps... Uh, Etc. Cetera, et cetera, In the form of C- CBDC. Well, if you say I don't accept CBDC, then the government says you don't get paid. Well, all of a sudden, now all of those people become adopters because the technocrats, the engineers, the scientists, the technologists, just engineered it into existence, and they can change social behavior in a matter of minutes by giving you no other option. My father liked his little three G smartphone. I mean, his little 3G flip phone. He didn't want anything else. Well, what happened? Verizon said, we're getting rid of the 3G towers. You have to come in here and get a 4G phone. They tried to force him into a smartphone. He didn't want one. Eventually, they caved and they gave him a 4G flip phone. But there you go. My father was pushed into the system. If 3G no longer exists, you're forced to use 4G or 5G or 10G or whatever the technologists deem to be The G of the day, folks. The G of the day. All right. Also on this website, it says Issue Spotlight Cross-Border CBDC Projects. And you can click on the legend to see details hover on a card to stop the carousel. And so this goes through multiple CBDC Bridge, Project Dunbar, Project Helvetia, Project Jasper, Project Aber, Project Jura, and then Onyx. Uh, Multiple with CBDC. And each of these, you can take a look at. Let's just uh, pick one from the rolling carousel here. Project Jasper. In 2017, the Bank of Canada launched Project Jasper, which concluded after four phases and included cross-border testing with the Bank of England and the Monetary Authority of Singapore. Countries Canada, the UK, and Singapore. Use case wholesale. Let's look at Project Helvetia. Project Helvetia was a collaboration between the Swiss National Bank, the Bank for International Settlements, and a commercial infrastructure operator, SIX. In 2020, Project Helvetia explored the feasibility of issuing a wholesale CBDC on SIX's distributed digital asset platform. In January 2022, it was announced that Project Helvetia was successful in integrating the wholesale CBDC to the core banking infrastructure of the country. Countries, Switzerland, and the Bank for International Settlements, use case wholesale. So it goes through a number of these. Uh, here that are being launched. Let's just look at this one. This is Multiple CBDC Bridge, M-Bridge. In September 2021, the Bank for International Settlements, along with Thailand, Hong Kong, China, and the UAE, released a report on Phase 2 of the M-Bridge project, which seeks to create a multiple CBDC arrangement for a faster, cheaper, and more efficient mechanism for transfers and foreign exchange operations, countries, Thailand, China, and Hong Kong, and the UAE use case wholesale. So they're rolling out all these wholesale projects. All right. Next here at AtlanticCouncil.org slash CBDC tracker, you have a timeline race for the future of money. And so you can look at April 2021, June 2021, December 2021, and May 2022. And then there's this rolling timeline and you can go through launched, pilot, development, research, inactive, canceled, and other. And it says where the 109 countries stand on CBDC progress in May 2022. So let's just look at, uh, April 2021 right so launched you basically had none in pilot you had 24 percent uh in development you had 19 percent in research you had 38 percent in active you had 14 percent and canceled you had four percent now let's that's the furthest back you can go now let's jump forward from april 2021 to may 2022 so now you have launched nine percent You have uh, 14% in pilot, you have 23% in development, you have 41% research, you have 9% in in inactive, right? So you can take a look at the difference between the two and how they're quickly advancing, you know, in a one-year period, basically. Then you have a section here, the ABCs of CBDCs. What is a CBDC? A central bank digital currency is the digital form of a country's fiat currency that is also a claim on the central bank. Instead of printing money, the central bank issues electronic coins or accounts backed by the full faith and credit of the government. All right, so backed by the full faith and the credit of the government because we all have faith in the government. We know they have credit. They obviously have a credit card you know, that allows them to run uh, us into $32 trillion in debt and $300 trillion in unfunded liability, so they do have credit, folks. But no, the full faith and credit of the government. So instead of printing U.S. dollars, they will mint the coins, digital coins, tokens, that's all it is. But remember, the difference between cash and Right, actual cash and digital currency is that they can program the currency to allow and disallow you to spend it with certain merchants, uh, with certain people for certain products. It's all programmable. It's a system of total control. And what it does is it allows them, just like the technocrats want, to control the means of production and the distribution of goods and services. You you understand why we went into the history of technocracy and energy certificates because i'm showing you how the system being built today is is based on the blueprints designed over a hundred years ago it says but don't digital currencies already exist there are already thousands of digital currencies commonly called cryptocurrencies bitcoin is the most well-known fully decentralized cryptocurrency another type of cryptocurrency are stable coins whose value is pegged to an asset or fiat currency like the dollar We just went over. That. That cryptocurrencies run on distributed ledger technology, meaning that multiple devices all over the world, not one central hub, are constantly verifying the accuracy of the transaction. But this is different from a central bank issuing. A digital currency all right now at the same time and you're gonna see this uh, time and time again uh that there are multiple devices all over the world not one central hub that are constantly verifying the accuracy of the transaction that's like telling me there's bank faults all over the world that hold fiat dollars or gold that are backing stable coins well where are all of these computers where do they exist Does your neighbor do this? Does he have one? I don't know. Ask around. See if anyone in your neighborhood has a computer that is writing uh, onto the distributed ledger. Just find out, folks. Ask people. Go to the grocery store and interview people. Interview 100 people and ask them if they are helping write uh, code onto the distributed ledger. Goes on to say, so why would a government get into digital currencies? There are many reasons to explore digital currencies, and the motivation of different countries for issuing CBDCs depends on their economic situation. Some common motivations are promoting financial inclusion by providing easy and safer access for money for unbanked and underbanked populations. That is the biggest lie ever to exist. It's ridiculous and it's tugging at heartstrings. And Some people don't want to deal with the bank, and everyone else can do it if they want to. Uh, number two, introducing competition and resilience in the domestic payments market, which might need incentives to provide cheaper and better access to money. Okay, right. Again, you, they're going to give you a lower-cost loan if you get into this total system of enslavement. Number three, increasing uh, efficiency in payments and lowering transaction costs. Again, yeah, it's going to save you money. Uh, Number four, creating programmable money and improving transparency in money flows. Well, that's the big one there, programmable money. Again, that is the system of total control. That's the real reason. And providing for seamless and easy flow of monetary and fiscal Policy This is so that when there are different rules between different countries, if there even are going to be nation states, the money could be programmed so that certain things can happen and the regulators can have control because they can program the money how it's spent, how it's used, how it's transferred, how they can tax it, how they can add interest rates to it. All programmable from a central hub. Using artificial intelligence and uh, algorithms, folks. All right. So I hope you're understanding this. I'm going to finish this up, and then we're going to begin to introduce the program that the United States launched, and that's eventually going to lead us into consensus. And we're going to go into a deep dive on what they're doing, how they play a role in all of this, and then we're going to review all of these panel discussions out of the World Economic Forum and such, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right back right here on pain.tv slash Gold. My name is Dustin Gold. And this is the Dustin Gold Standard. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV. Join the discussion at TV slash gold.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com/system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today That's shopify.com/system
0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold standard on Pay.tv Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. You are listening to TV slash gold. And I am Justin Gold. All right, folks, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts and a comment over there. That's the least you could do, ladies and gentlemen, as we enter The holiday season, leave me an early Christmas gift, a five-star review, and a comment and Apple Podcasts as it helps us move up the charts. All right, let's continue. It says, what are the challenges? There are several challenges, and each one needs careful consideration before a country launches a CBDC. Citizens could pull too much money out of banks at once by purchasing CBDCs, triggering a run on banks affecting their ability to lend and sending a shock to interest rates see that's all part of the truth there this is how they have to move one system in uh, place of a new system but remember we covered this a long time ago Peter Thiel was so excited about COVID land the high school theater production and the great reset where he said this is an opportunity for us to move in this new economy in place of the old economy And this is all part of that, folks. This is it. The new economy is a system of total control. It goes on, this is especially a problem for countries with unstable financial systems. CBDCs also carry operational risks, since they are vulnerable to cyber attacks and need to be made resilient against them. Finally, CBDCs require a complex regulatory framework, including privacy, consumer protection, and anti-money laundering standards, which need to be made more robust before adopting this technology. Well, we don't have to worry about the actual criminals, the government, the international prison planet, warden overlords laundering money because they can't get in trouble for that. What they mean by money laundering is you and I. And what they mean by that is, can Dustin somehow illegally transfer one CBDC token to Farmer Carroll for a pumpkin when he's not supposed to? Also, remember, folks, in the original energy certificate program developed by Technocracy Incorporated, there was no wealth building allowed. So if you were given an allotment of 20,000 energy certificates today, and they expired in a year, they expired. If you didn't spend them all, they were gone, wiped out of your account. You could not trade them, you could not sell them, you could not transfer them. You could only use them to buy the goods from the state goes on to say, what are the national security implications of a CBDC? New payment systems create externalities that impact the daily lives of citizens and can possibly jeopardize the national security objectives of the country. They can, for example, limit the United States' ability to track cross-border flows and enforce sanctions. In the long term, the absence of U.S. leadership and standards setting can have geopolitical consequences, especially if China and other Other countries maintain their first mover advantage in the development of CBDCs or work on digital currencies at the Geoeconomic Center is at the nexus of the future of money and national security. All right, folks. So if I were you, if you want to learn more about the different CBDC projects going on, where they're at to check this out. I'm not a big fan of the Atlantic Council, but I'll definitely be using this map uh, as it provides some good information. So, AtlanticCouncil.org slash CBDC tracker. So, check that out if you're interested. All right, what we're going to get into next is some news that came out a couple of weeks ago. It was on my radar, but I decided that I did not want to get into it and still, until we started laying the foundation here of CBDC. And this is at decrypt.co. I mentioned this website before. That's D-E-C-R-Y-P-T.co, decrypt.co. And this article is from November 16th. Uh, 2022 written by Jason Nelson. And this is U.S. banks launch a digital dollar blockchain pilot. Mainstream financial institutions are working with the Federal Reserve to test a digital currency platform. You heard that correct. This is U.S. banks launching the digital dollar. All right. It happened a couple of weeks ago. And so this is very important. It's not just here at Decrypt. You can find this on Reuters. You can look at uh, government documents. It's all real, ladies and gentlemen. It says, while the crypto market is shaken to its core by the failure of FTX, traditional financial institutions are taking a step into the world of digital currency. Remember, Dan Golvach talked about FTX. If you want to hear that, it's episode 94. A group of banking institutions, including HBSC, MasterCard, and Wells Fargo, announced on Tuesday the launch of a proof-of-concept digital money platform called the Regulated Liability Network, RLN. And we're going to get into that. I'm going to break that down for you. I'm starting to look to see who's behind that. So we're going to cover this, actually, before we get into consensus. Joe Lubin's company, former partner of Vitalin Buterac, funded by Peter Thiel, to develop Ethereum, which a lot of this CBDC technology sits on top of the uh, Ethereum protocol. So, I'm working my way back to that. I decided to put stable coins and um, this stuff they're working on, this uh, US test, and the RLN, the Regulated Liability Network, in before it, because as we start to investigate consensus in real time and look at the white papers, we'll be able to see if some of what they're doing actually links back to what's going on here. It all connects. This is an ongoing real-time investigation so that we can understand this system and see how far ahead the technocrats are and be able to start to make decisions and come up with solutions to these problems before before the big rug pull comes. It says, uh, quote, members of the US banking and payments community involved in this Proof of concept, are pleased to be working alongside the New York Innovation Center, NYIC, that is part of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, end quote, the group said in a statement. According to the group, the platform will use distributed ledger technology, better known as a blockchain All right. To create opportunities to improve financial settlements. It would also draw participation from central banks, commercial banks and, quote, regulated non-banks, end quote, including BNY Mellon, Citi, PNC Bank, Swift, TD Bank Trust and U.S. Bank. In response to the announcement, exiled whistleblower Edward Snowden tweeted simply, It begins. Okay, so you guys may have seen that tweet, folks, uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks. It goes on to say, the potential of central bank digital currencies, or CBDCs, has long held the interest of banking officials. CBDCs are digital versions of a state's fiat currency and are similar to stablecoins pegged at one-to-one ratio with a specific fiat currency. And so... You understand the principles behind that, folks. It says, the group says the RLN will run for 12 weeks and only operate in U.S. dollars. Participants will issue simulated digital tokens representing customer deposits and settle through simulated central bank reserves on a shared blockchain. The group says the project will include a regulatory framework aligned with existing regulations like Know Your Customer, KYC, and anti-money laundering requirements. They will also test the feasibility of extending the platform to support other digital assets uh, assets like stablecoins. And so Know Your Customer, KYC, I'll cover that briefly. Let me take a note of that. Uh, so you understand the current regulations that the CBC, uh, CBDC pilots are operating under. Uh, it says, following the project's conclusion, The group says it will publicize the pilot's program's results, adding that participants are not required to participate in future initiatives. Quote, this project will be conducted in a test environment and only use simulated data. End quote. The group notes, quote, it is not intended to advance any specific policy outcome, nor is it intended to signal that the Federal Reserve will make any imminent decisions about the appropriateness of issuing a retail or wholesale CBDC, nor how one could necessarily be designed. End quote. The United States would not be the first to attempt to develop a national digital currency. China has already begun work on a digital yen. In September, Australia moved ahead with its pilot project for a digital dollar using an enterprise grade private variant of Ethereum known as. Quorum. Okay, so that you understand, folks, we covered this. Quorum was a J.P. Morgan Chase product purchased by Consensus, that's owned by Joseph Lubin. Consensus develops uh, systems that lay on top of Ethereum's protocol. So it says Australia uh, launched this private variant of Ethereum known as Quorum. Okay, so we're going to get into some of that when we look into consensus. But as you'll see, consensus headed up by Joseph Lubin, former partner, quote unquote, former partner of Vitalik Buterin who was funded by Peter Thiel in part to develop Ethereum, right? So Peter Thiel has his fingers in this stuff. We're going to continue to dig into Peter Thiel's involvement. So the big takeaway here is that the United States has launched this pilot program and you would say well what did they just come up with this yesterday no it's been in the works for quite a while and so this is called rln regulated liability network but you can't just pass over this all of a sudden when you have 12 banking institutions working together in cooperation With the central banks and in cooperation with the commercial banks and with cooperation with the regulated non banks, you have to say to yourself, what's behind this? Where did it come from? All right. How did you get these 12 supposedly individual companies to come together to work on something like this? And so what I did, folks, is I did a little research into the regulated liability network on Corda. All right. And so I am going through these documents now. And on episode 99, I'm going to break this down for you. I found on R3, numerical three, R3.com, this January 2022 article on the Regulated Liability Network over at Settle, S-E-T-L dot I found the Regulated Liability Network white paper on scalability and performance powered by amazon web services amazon we know has contracts with the cia nsa and others also jeff bezos the owner owns washington post so this is the regulated liability Uh, network white paper. I actually got a hold of the 40-page white paper. Um, And so we're going to go through that here, folks. And then we have this article on M10, numerical 10, M10.io. What is a regulated liabilities network and why do we need one? And in the meantime, I am working on figuring out who was the software developer behind the RRL, RLN being used in the US test pilot. And then as I've mentioned, We're going to go through, I have up on the screen, folks, we're going to go through consensus.net, that's C-O-N-S-E-N-S-Y-S.net if you want to jump ahead and start to take a look at this. We're going to talk about blockchain solutions for central bank digital currency. We're going to talk about blockchain in government and the public sector. We're going to talk about CBDCs, what happens when fiat currency lands on public Ethereum. And then we're going to get into the Smart Dubai Blockchain Case Study For government in the UAE, amongst many, 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 many other things hidden inside this consensus website. And then here up on the screen, folks, I have the white paper. Written in January 2020, presented in Davos. And this is all about the CBDC coming out of consensus. And then we also have a document that we found on Bank for International Settlements, BIS.org, on cryptocurrencies looking beyond the hype. And this right here talks about Ethereum and possible involvement of Ethereum. So we're going to continue to break this down and do research into this, because I'm looking to see if we can tie Peter Thiel into it, uh, which which we sort of can now, because he backed Viter, uh, Vitilac Buterin to develop Ethereum that now becomes the backbone for a lot of these CBDC Projects, all very complex folks, but I find it to be very interesting. If we want to understand the future we are moving into, we need to understand the history, we need to understand the present, and then we need to take these guys at their word sometimes. But I'm telling you, just be careful just be careful. I am only seeking out the truth, folks. I am trying to build this little media network, carve out a living for myself, having to just wake up and do research and work on this uh, and build videos, start to work on documentaries, on this stuff that interests me, because I need to understand this as my son gets older to be able to teach him about the world he's living in. And if I don't have to take on web consulting projects and other things that I really, at 41 years old, don't care about, and I can work on this all day. That's what I'm going to do. So I am only seeking out the truth and delivering you the truth. I'm backed by no one, owned by no one, and I'm going to take you where the truth goes so that you can start to figure out how the hell you're going to live in this system, teach your kids about the system, your grandkids about the system, how much you're willing to tolerate, and how realistic is it for us to begin to separate ourselves from this system. Can we build a half Amish community to be able to live outside this prison planet that they are building around us? And I think just right now, over the last two shows, just starting to look at CBDC, where they're at, the technology behind it, the money behind it, we can see that this is not some pipe dream. These guys are actually building this, folks. It is for real. There's trillions of dollars behind this system, and it is a system of total control. It will control the means of production and the distribution of goods and services. This is very dangerous. It's very scary. But I would rather know the ugly truth than sit there and be blind, ladies and gentlemen. I am Dustin Gold. I'll be back tomorrow, episode 99. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world. Hmm built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. more listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.